Let's do this. What? <laughs> oh, this hey, yogurt is awful, by the way. What is it? <laughs> it's plain. I thought I'd go like healthier and just go like plain Greek yogurt. Isn't Greek yogurt always meant to be not like flavorsome anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't but it? like, it's really bad. Oh, like, okay. it was like worse than I was expecting. What do you normally get? Like, like strawberry and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Is that like a huge upgrade from plain? You have no idea. <laughs> like, really? Like, I, I would eat them on a regular basis. And this <laughs> yogurt's like, I can't even. So I remember having Greek yogurt and, like, I just remember it not being that tasty. No, all. it's just not. No, comparison. but if you have it, like, with the fruit flavors. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's great. So it's just, like, regular but this yogurt great. then? <laughs> you you un it to make it flavorsome. Yeah, I mean, they use Greek yogurt, but then they basically put flavors in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's still a Greek yogurt. Good on you, Greek. Yeah. Hey, Ken. Yo. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Is that when this episode's coming out? It's the season. <laughs> to be a late on podcasts. <laughs> Most likely uh, it'll yeah, come out you during know, Christmas. That's actually my fault. <laughs> I, I haven't been editing the episodes. <laughs> I figured. I literally it. thought today I was like, "Man, we should have another episode out by now." Little did I realize I was the one not editing. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> I'm like, eh, eh, it should be coming out at some point. I should, should be releasing it. Yeah, Merry I'll... Christmas, everyone! Even if it's before or after, <laughs> it's probably 2019 by now. <laughs> that's oh great. man! Oh well, that's all right. Everyone will get to it. Yeah. Well. Hello, everybody. What's your name again? I'm trying to remember who this guy is. Uh, Old le- woman. Um, Phyllis. Um, well, I know hey, that Phyllis. we. I know we have some listeners. Oh, we I do. I know two of them. That's true. We have Josh, and oh, we have Cass. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> who's the second? <laughs> all two of them, dude. <laughs> Welcome, all two of you. Hey. It's like we're just having a regular catch-up, pretty much. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Welcome to episode 10. Now, we've gone full circle, if you were counting in 10s. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't actually make sense, by it the do- way. No, it doesn't. No. It would have been episode 11. Oh, well, that's fine. No, that's you ruined fine. it. No, it's fine. Because, like, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll make it even now, so it's like every 10 now. If you have no idea what we're talking about, we're going to go back in time to the favourites episode, and we're going to do another favourites episode, part 2, or... Zwei, or whichever language you want to count in. Whichever one. That was German, by the way, in case you couldn't tell. Part. Zwei. You can't do any other languages? Ni? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is too. Good job, man. Good job. Uh, uh wait. Uh? Hmm? Uh? Hmm? I think that's Chinese. <laughs> e, er, son, sir. I mean, like maybe. That. Who knows? I don't actually know. Maybe one of the two listeners could look it up for us and let us know later on. <laughs> yeah, not like we have an internet browser right here. <laughs> exactly. All right. Who's going first? Is it me or you? Oh, let's go. Let's go, you. I think. All right. I think we'll just do that. More favorites. It's not going to be as long as the first favorites episode because we're not doing 10 each or 11 each or whatever we did. No, we're doing a regular 12. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Top 12. (laughs) Top 12 favorites part two. Um, All right. Ready? Let's do it, man. I'm ready. All right. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention too that uh, like the first episode, we don't know what we're playing. For, oh, for true. Each other's yep. ones. We're so surprising just, each other. Yeah, so that's why if you're like, oh, let's get into it, we're not telling the title or artist yep. or uh, game until after it. So go okay. for it. This is Cam's 
uh, one of Cam's picks. Yep. All right. Let's go. Best of luck. That first bit sounded so familiar, and then like it's a I cool just, little descending part, isn't it? I lost. Oh, it sounds amazing. Um, it's like that. Perf- it's it's literally your kind of song. Oh yeah. From the description we talked about um, a little by, bit ago, we talking about like yeah, yeah, your kind of like music that you gravitate to, the yep. electronic. Yep. Oh, sorry, the uh, yeah, the electronic, electronic orchest- heavy metal orchestral. There you go. Yeah, there <laughs> no, it that fusion is the, basically what I like. The very easy blend of three different styles yep. put into one. You know, quite easy to compose for. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it from? I All right, I, I shall reveal the game is it Kirby? and the title. No, it's not Kirby. Okay, yeah. it's a bit edgy Mega Man? for Kirby. No. All right. All right so I give up. <laughs> this is from the game Bravely Default. Oh, well, that makes sense. Why I didn't know what it was from? Yeah. Never even touched that so game So it's all. from Bravely Default, Fairy Flying, and, um, oh no, sorry, Flying Fairy, and the name of the track is That Person's Name Is, and the artist is Revo. What's their name? You don't know. That, oh. I think this That Person's Name Is, and it's like, this is the boss battle theme. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And so generally the boss battles ended up being like, characters that you would get their like job skills from. So okay. by, by defeating this boss, you would get their job skills. Does that make sense? <laughs> so think about like class. Like there are certain class that you don't have. Yeah, you yeah. defeat them and then you unlock that class. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, I don't know, just putting in a context so I can think of something <laughs> Kill really them random. and then literally take their job. You, you start working at Macca's because you killed the person working at Macca's. I was just thinking more like, say if like you went to like Castlevania, went and killed the Grim Reaper and then you got the skill of accounting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Or auditing. Because, you know, he's got to yeah. get those souls all ordered uh, and such. Look, honestly, it would be a brutal world if that was the case. That would, yeah. If you could kill people in general and to basically steal all their skills, so many people would die. <laughs> it would just be rampant. That's a good, like... Uh, Idea for a movie? Yeah. It is. That is really it cool. It is kind of cool. Let's Actually, it would be a good game, too. Copyrighted. If you put the... Um, if you're, you, the player, does that, mm. you know, in order to, for the greater good or whatever, like you defeat enemies or whatever, and you get their skills as you defeat them, it'd be cool. But then you find out you're the Grim Reaper, the accountant. Oh my god, you revealed the spoilers for everyone. Now when this game comes out in, you know, 3048, they're going to know. We're going to pass it down that far. <laughs> yeah. Generation to generation. Yeah. A millennia. I'd hate, I'd hate for the bloodline to die before then. <laughs> Otherwise, we're screwed. Anyway, anyway, what do you think about the song? It's it is intense. It is intense. I mean, what's what's the style of game? 
Is it like Fire Emblem? No, it isn't, is it? No, it's a it's a, a JRPG, turn-based fighter. It's okay. probably one of the better turn-based fighters I've played. I put Not it in sure. the same kind of category as Persona. Yeah. I mean, it has so much harmonic and obviously instrumentation. Harmonic movement, yeah. The whole soundtrack's like... amazing. Like, Revo, this, like, group, I think they're a band. Uh, okay. Fantastic job. Like, the whole soundtrack's incredible. I think one thing I just noticed, too, has it been variety this entire time? Uh, has I it repeated will... any bit? I think it does. It has repeated once. Hmm. Yeah. That's insane. But yeah, it's a good, like, you know, I'd say nearly three minutes of original yeah. content. I also like to, um, one thing I never really brought up is, like, especially with the way, um, Japanese composers tend to write, um, they are very classically influenced. Oh, yeah. So, like, and, and I've one talked thing... about this with my tutor, actually. Yeah. It goes really deep. Mm. So, like, the way film scoring used to be for English-speaking countries is now what Japanese is for video games. Yep. It's all very complex, and there's a lot of work that goes into basically the chord progressions and songwriting. Um, mm. Whereas for film scoring these days for English, it's very... not necessarily simple, but it's all um, harmony-based. Yeah. It, and, or, like, modal. It's, it's not... They don't write songs. They don't write themes or anything like that very much anymore. It's an interesting thing, and it's, like... It, it can kind of be based on, like... I guess, like, the way their culture is sort of developed in terms of, like, when they were first exposed to a lot of Western music. Yeah. Kind of grabbing onto that and being like, okay... Because, obviously, a bit of a stereotype here, probably, but, like, a lot of them would have, you know, learnt at a very young age, like, an instrument of some kind. Yep. And a lot of that would have been... Say, for example, you know, piano or violin, they would have been very classically trained. Yeah, definitely. Um, And so that would have translated very smoothly into composing. Yeah. And so a lot of them have gravitated to that. At the same time, they're picking up all the Western, like, all, all different kinds of instrumentation. Um, They're, like, hearing all the different kinds of classical orchestral, piano. Yep. Um, and then they're hearing all this heavy metal... And if there's one all thing, this electronic stuff. Yeah, if there's one thing that Japanese do well, in my opinion, it's uh, the fusion of genres. Oh, They're for sure. So good at that. Like, they love seeing all the ideas that, like, you know, America comes up with, yeah. and they take those pieces and they just put them together and they come up with these crazy cool stuff. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, and this is just the the embodiment, I think, of yep. that kind of uh, development of their like writing style in. Yeah. Uh, Eastern, at least at least in the Asian culture, um, I know if we go into different kind of Eastern, like Indian and stuff, it's totally different as well. Like we yeah. go into Bollywood, and that's that's different again. Like yeah. that's like its own, you know, kind. So mm. yeah, that that was intense, and I yeah, loved it. You it, liked it? It was great. Great. I'd love to see it in its context as well. That would be nice too. Well, Is I it... mean, it's just a boss battle in turn-based RPG. It's great. In complete contrast... Alright, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not feeling very confident about my list. Oh, come Yours on. are like, crazy, and then mine's like, alright, here oh, we go. Oh, that's not even the craziest one, get ready. Here's, here's, speaking of classics, here's a good old classic. Alright, I'm ready.
That's a good one. It's a good one. I haven't passed World 2 in this game. <laughs> Which one even is this? The first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is like the first, like, apart from the title yep. music, which is very short, which yep. is why I don't have it here. Um, this is basically, when you think of Sonic, this is the one you think of. Green Hill Zone, I first think, level. I, I think of rolling around at the speed of sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think of when you think of the 3D. Yeah, yeah. You think of today's Sonic. Yep. Compared to back then, Sonic. True, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a standout song. Everyone seems to remember it. Exactly, and that's what it's basically. The, oh, did I knock it? I yeah, did just yeah, plug it in further. No, yeah, there you go. Hey, there we go. Um, right, I was just thinking about this song as I was listening to it. I've never really thought about it very deeply, mm. but um, th the way it, the melody goes. Na, 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 na. Yeah, it does like that sort of up and down, and it kind of mm. made me think of like the rolling hills of that level. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it kind of like physically attributes mm. uh, with the game, which I think is cool. Yeah, I've never really with with this tune, I guess, because it's been so nostalgic, and that's probably one of the major reasons I've chosen this because it is a classic, and that might give you a little bit of a hint to what's coming up in a future podcast. Oh, some some uh, some goodens. Coming up. It's a secret. <laughs> I just thought I'd give a little little teaser. It's a secret. Um, that because uh, it doesn't reveal it too. Yeah, much. it'll come out next Christmas. No, next episode Christmas. eleven. <laughs> Coming soon, Christmas twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even next Christmas. It's the one after. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's mostly nostalgic. But um, I've never really thought about it in its uh, actual environment. And yeah, you're right. It does have that does very fit. bouncy. I guess like the whole idea of Sonic is that he's very fast. He's very. <laughs> he's gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's that's pretty much him in a nutshell. Mm. Um, and it's just like, you know, he's he's kind of free because he's so fast moving, and this feels very free. This melody. Oh no, he's shackled. <laughs> he's very shackled. shackled by his the melody doesn't speed. sound shackled. No, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound shackled by any means. Um, no, it's very, it's very pleasant to listen to, which I think is the point because it's like a nice area. Which is interesting because they like the whole idea with Sonic was that he was meant to be cooler than Mario, right? It was meant to be Sonic's at uh, Sonic's attempt, <laughs> Sega's attempt, yeah. at um, making a character that was able to compete with Nintendo, yeah. especially Mario. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, they could have gone with a different route with the music, like, made him a bit more grungier, a bit more, you know. They could have, they could have gone, like, the faster, more brutal route, sorry, I'm yeah. just changing. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just changing yeah, don't table. mind, don't mind if his voice is disappearing into the darkness, so this, he's just, he's on the ground right now. Um. I'm back, don't worry. Oh, okay, he's plugging in the thing, alright. <laughs> but yeah, no, they could have gone with that different direction with, uh. I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future. I'm a little surprised. Well, I'm not that surprised they did because if they did go too edgy with the music, then it wouldn't have appealed with kids enough. Yeah, probably. Probably. This was also just kind of the style at the time, like upbeat, happy kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I haven't really heard too many... Uh, but I know the Genesis was very much capable of grungy mu music. And oh, if yeah. anything... Like, anything on the Genesis sounded way more, like, dirty than the Super Nintendo yeah. did. And that's just that's the kind of sound like, chip that I had. That's definitely, like, the personal preference, too. Like, certain people just like the chipset better. 
Yeah. It's quite hilarious, actually. Like, if you're comparing the, like, Doom 1 on the Genesis compared to the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I so prefer the Super Nintendo version, even well, though the Genesis one is a lot more, like, dirty, which you would think would suit Doom more. Yeah. But it just, it, no, it sounds Look, like... All, all I have to listen to is Donkey Kong Country 2, and, and that basically tells me that... For me, I much prefer yeah. that chipset. It is interesting though, listening to the two like comparisons, yeah. like the the Doom one especially, like because mm. they're like the kind of crossover games. I guess it's quite interesting. All right, so oh yeah, right, it's your move. Yeah, my move. I set my one card face down and end my turn. It's now yeah. your move. Yeah, I'm gonna activate your trap card in a moment. All right, I'm ready for my mirror force. All right, so this is an interesting one. Um. I'll just straight up say that this is a remix. This is not an original song, so okay. you will not know this. Cool. But you might recognize the original song. In fact, you will. <laughs> it's a kind of 50% uh, hundred. You know what? Yeah, it's a hundred. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get into it. It's like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> just an exact re- replica. Yeah. Played on the kazoo. Yeah, nice. All right, ready? <laughs> yep, I sure am. Yeah, for someone who knows jack all about it, I sure do like it. <laughs> who knows jazz all about it? Mm. Oh, piano! I said that. <laughs> it's damn good. It is very, very nice. Um, obviously, I don't know who wrote it. That's going to be an impossible nah, thing. You'll never get it. But it is based on the main theme of, uh, or sorry, first level of uh, Donkey Kong. That's Country actually 1. not the track. It's a remix of. It's actually the. It's actually a remix of a song from Donkey Kong Country Three. But that song itself is also a rewritten version of the original thing. Does that make sense? From Donkey Kong Country 3? Yeah. So it's apparently called Chase. The song is Chase. So there's obviously some chase sequence, and it's more resemblant to this than you would think. Chase. 
I'm trying to... Uh, th that sounds so familiar from Donkey Kong Country yeah. 3. If you heard the song, you'd be like, oh my god, yeah. It's like, it, all the little embellishments on the melody are actually in the original. That's not the one where, like... That's not Hot Pursuit, is it? That's not what they're referring to. I don't think so. No, I believe the song is called Chase. It, but it's not from the... Um, it even says here, it's not from the Super Nintendo one. It's from the Game Boy Advance game. Oh, with different music. Okay, because that's even when I think about because I was looking up some old like Game Boy levels from the Donkey Kong ones, mm. and some of those like pieces of music differ Ugh. from the from the original Super Nintendo ones. So that, that makes sense. Hmm? Like I'm surprised. I actually quite like the Game Boy Advance soundtrack. Yeah, we'll have to listen to some of the like like one of the random Donkey Kong yeah. ones and just hear the difference and mm. yeah, because I'm kind of curious to be honest. But yeah, who's the uh, who's the person that remixed it? Okay, so it's by a guy called uh, Diggy Dis. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, Diggy, Diggy Dis. Dis, and I believe he's a guitar player. He's quite good. Uh, I was I was actually learning this piece on guitar. Mm. The embellishments on that on those chords are insane. Like he's really quite talented. Mm. Um, and the song name uh, is the Paper Chase. This is mm. from yeah. So if you guys didn't pick it up. It's a remix from Donkey Kong Country 3, the Game Boy Advance version. Mm. Oh, that's right. Well, I remember when I got the overclocked remix, um, like, for the Donkey Kong Country ones. Yep. There were a whole heap of Game Boy Advance ones there. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't really touch them because I'm like, well, I never played it. So, yep. you know, I'm not going to recognize it at there. all. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Um, I mean, it's, it's a very standard, like, would you call this... Uh, no, it's not acid jazz. It is uh, what would you call it? Uh, it's jazz. Let's just call it jazz. It's it's, yeah. it's a very specific one, but I can't put my finger on what it is. Yeah, I can't remember either. But it's got a really cool beat. I quite like it. Yes, for sure. I do like the um, the uh, mixture of the flute with like the it's like an electronic version of the flute as well. At points, yeah. it doesn't sound like it switches between the two. Like that ethnic flute. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, obviously the guitar. And they have some cool jazz parts. piano in there too, Bass like a bit later on. Yeah. Probably the only thing that's like stick out at points is like the, the kick drum. I like sometimes like it. it's a bit, it, it, it does suit it. Like I, I think it's necessary. Yeah. Sometimes it sticks out too much. Maybe I've listened to the song too many times, but I, I think I'm just used to it to the point where yeah. I can't imagine it any other way. Probably but like. I can see why you might think that because I think I was I was taken aback by the drums the first time I heard this. Mm. I was like, "Geez, that's pretty intense." Yeah, like for such a laid back song. But now I kind of dig it. Now. Yeah, it is because it's got like a little elements of hip hop there. Yeah, as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and even like the little voice parts too, which are kind of nice little little bits to add yeah. into it to kind of you know. It sounds like Donkey Kong's jamming along. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bit of Grant Kirkhope in there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, very, very nice. Very nice mix. By the way, man, don't forget, you got your pick of the week too that you're going to make. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> about it. Oh, I want to hear some of yours too, you know, like... Oh, you got to pick one of mine. Potentially. <laughs> it depends how good they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> get prepared to pick one of yours. <laughs> it's going to be... It's going to be a, a long ride, this one. All right. All right, well, look away. I'm looking away. <laughs> Don't look. All right. Here we go. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know why this happened. I feel like I've done it again where I put them in order of, like, when they were released. Don't, don't ask how that happened. 
I, I think I've just managed to do that again, but I could be wrong. Maybe you naturally do it without thinking. I guess so. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, next one. You'll love this one because I adore it. This is like one of those songs that like when we first started playing this game it was like this music's weird but then like as you play the game you're like this music's really awesome (laughs) (laughs) I should have added there at the beginning that I know you and I absolutely adore it and anyone else who's listening who hasn't played the game is like what's going on yeah (laughs) what's going on here it's weird and it's confronting and it's it's strange. Yeah. And but, that's the summary of my playlist. But it's so enjoyable. Yeah. Again, like, the summary of my playlist. Very enjoyable, but... But strange weird. and weird. Um, I forgot to mention, too, the uh, composer of uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog one, so I probably should mention that. Oh, yeah. Masato Nakamura was uh, Green Hill Zone yep. for the Sonic the Hedgehog. Horgehag. Um, <laughs> Horgehag. Uh, for Hedgehog. Genesis or, like... It was released on many a different consoles in the end. Yeah. Um, and then this one's called Battle Against a Weird Opponent. Uh, it's from Earthbound, the Super Nintendo game, or Mother 2, depending on you know, if I you're think, in Japan. I think that that's, um, like, a perfect title, and, and it shows how the music fits perfectly with the game. Mm. Uh, a Battle with a Weird Enemy. Yeah, it's kind of brooding, the song, yeah. but it's like, what the hell? Like, it's weird. Like, it, it it's hard to think how someone would nail that so well they're like all right i need a battle theme but it's against someone really weird so i don't want it to be very battly mm. and he's like oh, okay uh <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we're finally getting this something earthbound because i feel like we we still haven't done any earthbound yet i don't um, think we have yeah i don't think so yeah i think we've almost had it in a few but then like just in the last bit just like not bothered with it because it's one of those i'll mention the composer before i continue on yeah uh keiichi suzuki and hirokazu tanaka there you go so there's two of them i don't know if they which ones they did i'll add them later specifically in yeah. a list when i get to it um but yeah earthbound is just one of those soundtracks that's and it's just one of those games to be honest that's like an anomaly in itself it's like it's so odd but it's so popular and it's so sought after nowadays because it was such a masterpiece. Yeah. But it's one of those really deep games that on the surface looks like, what am I playing? But then you get so deep into it and invested and you're like, what is going on? Um, (laughs) That's the same with the soundtrack. It is all like that. I never understood this game until I played it with you. Yeah. Uh, Until we made that decision to play this game. Because otherwise I would have never understood. Similar to like something like Chrono Trigger. It's got that cult following. People really love it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, And until I played it, I never quite understood. 
Mm. Um, but when you do play it, you're like, okay, I get why people love this. For sure. I think this is probably one of my favorite battle themes that come up regularly. There's like two others. Like there's one at the there's beginning when you face like a, like a dog. Like at the be- that's the first time you hear it. And then like, well, that, one's, that one's okay. Doesn't it remind you of like, um, or rather the other way, doesn't Lisa, the game Lisa, that weird battle music in that is kind of reminiscent of the weird music in this game. Oh yeah, of course. well that game like grabs so much from Earthbound, like so much influence. Yeah. Like you can tell, like same with uh, Undertale. It's yeah. the same sort of like, you know. Yeah, true. Um, This one, I think the first time it comes up when you're fighting a snake, I think. So it's like a slightly tougher enemy. So it's like things are a little bit, you know, trickier. Mm-hmm. It's not just whacking them with your fists. And yeah. it's more like, okay, you got to be a bit more strategic now. Yeah, um, that's right. And uh, Had some weird battles in that game. Oh, you, you fight a sign, like mm. a like a speed sign. Yeah, that's right. I remember like the angry video game, dude, which is not, it's not like it's 99 miles per hour. It's like yeah. 40. <laughs> it's like, it's the I think that, a coffee cup. Uh, actually, I'll say one more important thing before you move on. Yeah. Having different battle themes is really impactful. Yeah. Because I remember, like, uh, obviously, like, the big one is, like, going from normal fights to boss fights. Mm. Or, like, going from, like, you know, a big point in the game to the next half of the game and the battle theme changes. But I I remember situations where we were playing this game and we were like, oh, my God, what the hell is that thing? It's zooming around. Yeah. And then it, like, zoomed into us. And then it's got this, like, nah, 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 like intense music. And we're like, oh, my God, we're going to die. Like... <laughs> It's so effective to have yeah. different battle themes because it, it immediately tells you something about the fight that you're having. For sure. Yeah. I actually remember that... Oh, I should have put this one in as well. Um, the uh, I, I remember fighting that big, like... Yeah, the big goop. goop monster. Yeah. And I think that's the one where, like... It's got, like, the crazy bass line in the middle. Like, yeah, like that one. It's just, like, everyone stops and the bass player goes rogue for about 10 seconds. (laughs) And then we go back to the music. It's, oh. I love it. That game. If anybody wants to play that with us, like, give us a new experience of playing that game (laughs) again. Because I think we both really want to relive that experience. Oh, I wish. Of playing that game. Like... It's yeah. What what a what a great game. What a great song too. The, this is definitely not the last time you'll hear of Earthbound. I'm gonna try and put it in more. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. right. We'll see. What have we got next? I don't think it's a remix this time. Mm. So hold on to your butts. Oh, okay. So this one's brutal. I'll say that straight up. Oh, okay. This will knock your socks off. Are you ready? But my shoes are wrong. Your socks are gonna come off. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. They're going to come off and you're going to like it. (laughs) All right, three, two, one.
I demand that everybody, like, who's listening to this in their car, like, rewind, pump that music <laughs> to as loud as possible, open the windows up, and just bop your head to it, and yeah. just, like, go ham. Absolutely I crazy. This. I love this song. It's so cool. I have to, um... I know you played it for me before. I would have, yeah. I just can't, like, remember... Just gonna turn it down a little bit. Just there. Um... I'm trying to remember what it's from, though. Is it Jake Kaufman? No. No. It sounds, no, this, it this, sounds much this, like The him, guy though. who did this does this music. This is what he does. Yeah, it's just... It's just yeah, it's, as you can tell, it's it's so well um, produced. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I probably can't think of what it is, but I know you've played it for me before. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of it. What is it? All right, it's from Hotline Miami 2. Oh, yeah, Wrong number. of course. Yeah. Yep. The name of the song is Roller Mobster. And the... <laughs> that game's so weird. The name of the composer is Carpenter Brut. Carpenter? Brut. Yeah, B-R-U-T. Brut? Yep. Didn't that game get banned in Australia? Yeah, I bought it anyway. Yeah, is it... <laughs> you rebel. You I bought it before scum. it. I, I bought it before it got taken off Steam. Anyway, did it get taken off Steam from Australian accounts? Yeah. Is it still off Steam? Yeah. Wow. But you can still get it from like, you know, other sites that just sell keys. Wow. There you go. That's crazy. It's dumb. Like honestly, it was it was pretty silly. Like, yeah. like the, I, the reason why they banned it was because of um a rape scene. Yeah. But I've got two counter arguments to that. Yeah. One, mm. it wasn't real because it was filmed in the game. It was a film set, yeah. And so it wasn't a real thing. Gotcha. And two, it's like 16-bit graphics. Yeah. You can't even tell what's going on. Mm. But whatever. So it's That's... like an implied thing, but at the same time, it's like shooting a film scene. So it's like any other film or TV show or something, which, you know, that happens quite a bit because they... You know, they have to bring that up as an issue in, like, you know, especially TV shows. Rape scene in Watchmen. Yeah. But that didn't get banned. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things, like, you know, flop a a rating on it. Yeah. You know, it it should be okay, but, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, crazy. Absolutely crazy. So intense. It really is. Yeah, so I I absolutely (laughs) love this track. Um... Because it's like, it's the kind of intensity that's like, man, this is too much, but I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Like, it's it's just enough. <clears throat> well, I'd imagine that, like, it, in an environment like that, it really fits because, I mean, that game is crazy. Like, you're, like, this the whole concept in particular, of it's crazy. I think, is, a, a, like, an important one. This is where, like, your whole gang of, like, mobsters. Yeah. They all go in... Um, to this one building and they do separate things so you mm. actually play this character then you play this one then you play this one then you play this that's one that's cool and they'll have different abilities and stuff like that is that one of the only times you get to do all your mobsters in the one level? Oh yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure I've never I haven't beaten the game but um that was like obviously a big moment in the game and this was the song that was the only oh for sure yeah and that and that's yeah that's why this fits even yeah. more then because it's like gonna make something really epic for this yeah now, presuming that happens later in the game too it's one of the final it's about, things i'd say it's probably more like the halfway point actually yeah. surprisingly interesting but um yeah just like a really epic high moment like you oh, know yeah. time to go in and dominate yeah yeah exactly like get that. you really hyped it's up. very cool 
You don't really want something that's... Like, it really depends on it, but, like, I, as far as I'm aware with Hotline Miami, it's basically action, action, action. Oh, yeah. Um, there's not really any, And you any, die, like, and you go back to the start, and you go straight back to killing people again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very um, intense. It's just wall-to-wall -wall music, instrument, yep. sound. Um, in addition to, like, all the... This is, like, the same kind of process with, like approaching payday music you know it's yeah. the same sort of you yeah, know you know what exactly constant Very action similar. yeah um only really calm at the beginning before the actual you know mm. stuff happens i yeah. guess um you know it's kind of cool like this is one of the one of the few games that rather than getting a composer mm. they just have many like dark 80s electronic composers yeah. write songs and then they go cool we'll take that one and that one and that one and that one and they just there's so many artists for this entire soundtrack yeah. but it fits because mm. they're all in the same sort of genre yep. and it sounds so awesome I guess because they give them the same palette, be like, we just want you to have this palette. Well, they, they obviously pick and choose like certain songwriters and they go, yeah. we want your sound and we want your sound. And yeah. then they just rip these awesome tunes because that's what they do, right? Like, mm. obviously the music's going to be great because it's it's literally their bread and butter. Unlike yeah. a composer who's a bit more a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it hits hard and it's, it's different. Mm. Not many games take that approach. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is awesome electronic music, fitting, very fitting of the environment. Is that your pick of the week? I mean, you, you're gonna listen to all of it first. I gotta I listen to all of it first. Yeah, I guess. Oh, are we? Um, are we at the halfway point? Uh, oh no, we're gonna play six. I forgot yeah. about that because we're doing twelve. Yep. I guess I'll do another one then from yep. Jaboy. Jaboy. <laughs> Jaboy. <laughs> All right, here we go. You definitely would not have heard this one. And before I live and breathe it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I hope so, man. I actually really like this game, even though it's probably mediocre. All right. Here we go. Random question. Oh, uh, yeah? Is this Japanese? Guess it depends on your interpretation of Japanese. <laughs> I don't... That's a hard question to answer. Because, like... I don't... Hmm. Look, I would imagine it... Hang on. Wait. 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 Hang on. I mean, it was, it was written by Japanese people. That's what I mean, yeah. So, okay, then yes. <laughs> But the, but the concept is, like, I don't know. The thing it's based on is very mixed. I guess it's initially Japanese, but then it's, like, a mix of the two. It sounds very, like, um, the kind of melodies that Japanese people would write. Oh, them. yeah, for sure. Um, and it's awesome. 
You know what I love? I I, I still haven't escaped the 16-bit era <laughs> with all oh, three yeah. of my songs. <laughs> they're, they're all well, three 16 of them. 16-bit music's amazing. Like oh, I still haven't got out of there. Um, that was the first, That was like the beginning for like like it wasn't the beginning of video game music, but it was the beginning of like really good quality video game music. Oh, for like, sure. Absolutely. 16-bit changed everything. Oh, definitely. That that sound card was so good in that console. Yeah. I loved it. Alright, um, who is it and what is it? So, it's called City. And how attached are you to Power Rangers? That's why it sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on the Super Nintendo. Right. Um, Did you actually play that? I loved that game. It is probably one of the easier beat-em-up games okay. to play, but it's just such a joy. Yeah. Um, Super nostalgic as well. Yeah, of course. And yep. it's like basically playing an episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. So this is from the fourth world called yep. City. Um, Iku Mitsutani and... Kinuyo Yamashita. Can I see? Kinuyo. <laughs> Trying to like block I that. I can't list. see anything. What am I looking Iku, at? Uh, the one below my pinky. Below your pinky? Yeah. Iku Mizutani and Kinuyo. Iku Mizutani and Kinuyo Yamashita. There you go. I got it right. Alright, just making sure. You doubted me from the start. I always doubt you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so fourth world, there's like... Oh, I'll give you the structure of the game. So, basically, there's like three levels to each uh, world. You start off as a regular person. Mm -hmm. Half, uh, like, around the end of the first level, you turn into the Power Ranger, yep. depending on which one you pick. Um, and then you do another level, and then the third level's the boss fight. And they're all ones from the actual show as oh, well, cool. too. They're That's all, good. like, enemies and stuff from the show. You do that five times, the five worlds. Mm. Then you turn into Megazord oh. for the last two worlds. <laughs> and, th and then you're done. Nice. So it's like the, the show, because that's yeah. exactly how it would go by the oh, show. Oh, yeah, that's like the progression of yeah. the story. You know what, like, did, I know we're tangenting off. Do you know the whole concept of, like, Power Rangers and how it was made and how, like, bonkers it is? What do you mean, how it was made? Because essentially, here's, here's the concept of the Power Rangers. It's it's based on a Japanese show. Yeah. And what they Not did surprising. is that they... The Japanese show is called something completely different. I, unfortunately, I can't remember the original title. Yeah. And what they did, they grabbed the stock footage from that show, put it here, added their own, like scenes like the you know them yeah, and like the like the gym and stuff like the american actors yeah. and all of that and call it power rangers really and so now both series i'm not even kidding both series are still going to this day and the american one's still borrowing from the really? japanese yeah that's the wow. way it works that's so weird yep that's the way it worked from the beginning i'm pretty sure that's the way it still works to this wow. day both of them are still going and they're still borrowing from the thing that's how crazy so is weird. that yeah what a strange arrangement. It is. Like, it's, um... It's cool, though. It is really cool. Because they've managed to make it work. Even though you watch it back nowadays, it's very cheesy. Well, the song um, is cool. Oh, I love it. Out of all... It was between this one and World 1, but they're all... This, the whole soundtrack is really good. What really makes it is that melody. It's really great. Bandai made this game, too, if that gives you oh, any yeah. context. Classic. Um, so, they, they did a very good job. Um, yeah. Um... Is it fitting a city? Yeah. I mean, like, you're going across, like, skyscraper. If, if you were fighting in a city or, like, racing through a city. It's like buildings. You're going up, like, elevators at points and going across, like, 
construction It sounds like battle and... music to me. Yeah, for sure. But which is suitable for a beat-em-up. Fighting those putty monsters. That's yep. great. I love the... Did you ever watch, like, the original show at Not all? really, no. They made the funniest sounds. They're like... So they the sound like me. Enemies, like, the, they're like putty men, like... Um, I should be a voice actor. What's uh, Rita Repulsa, that's the, the main villain. She makes them in her, like, oven thing on the moon and, like, sends them down to Earth. And they're like, that's great. Yeah, like I should be a voice actor because I can do retarded noises. I'm good at those. I, I wonder, do you reckon I can make it as a voice actor who only imitates the singer from Blink-182? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, like, there's got to be a niche market in there somewhere. I mean, Blink-182 is already a niche. Yeah. So it's got to be, got to be there somewhere. Anyway, right, so what what are we doing now, Jamie? Oh right, um, I don't. It's just gonna be a little little thing. I I'm just gonna uh, kind of improvise a little bit, um, because I don't really have a regular let's Do you talk need about me? thing. Why were you gonna go? I was <laughs> so, gonna go to the bathroom. I'm like, I need things to do. You know what? Entertain them for a few moments. Wow. So this is, all right. <laughs> You told you made a big deal about me going to the bathroom. Like, do it. It's, I highly recommend it. And now you're gone. <laughs> You've left me. All right, guys. I guess it's me. Wow, his chair is like super short compared to mine. I don't like this. Anyway, we're gonna do a let's talk. And I thought it'd be interesting to kind of get a a better idea of um uh where we kind of got a passion for video game music because it's such a I guess anybody that's listening, obviously you would have an interest in music. Um, maybe not necessarily an interest in video game music. It might be just something you're getting into or are really into it like us. Um, but it's definitely a niche kind of... Uh, it, it, it's definitely becoming more and more popular. And if you are invested in it, you'll definitely come across a lot more people um, that are interested in that area of music. So... I guess I wanted to ask Cam when he eventually comes back um, how he kind of got into video game music and what made him so invested in it. Obviously, a lot of it for me was nostalgia. And I think that's where a lot of people get that interest from. But it's interesting because uh, I suppose while it is a... You know, anyone can recite the Mario theme and be like, oh, cool, it's like my childhood again. You know, da 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 And then, you know, forget about it and then listen to, you know modern music i suppose like the you know stuff in the charts but um yeah i don't know like the people that kind of really gravitate to it that's the kind of stuff i'm interested in i'd be really interested to hear your guys um your thoughts on uh how you uh got into especially video game music and what keeps you interested in that obviously some people get to be interested in just music in general and it's not necessarily specific uh, to video game music, but I'd be curious to hear why why you guys are into it, because, yeah, for me, like I said, it's very much a nostalgic thing, and, uh, you know, it wasn't until, like, would have been, like, early 2000s that I really would have gotten into it, because I was able to download, like, MIDI files of, um, you know, uh, like, the video game soundtracks and such. Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> you look like you're actually oh, look who like decided to show up. Yeah, by this time you would have already gone clinically insane. <laughs> I'm a bit weird. Can I just say one thing? No. I'm so glad I have you here. 
If I was doing that for an hour, I mean, I like talking to myself, but damn, it's, it's hard. Thanks, man. It's good to know that I'm needed. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, no, I'll... I mean, uh, you need to be here to ground me. I would right. probably just go mental. <laughs> and then people would have stopped listening ages ago because it would just be gibberish. That's, that's sad that, like, you know, people would have already thought we'd gone mental. But then, like, to think that I'm actually keeping you from going mental. Oh. It's like, how high could it possibly go? You, you hold back the insanity, that's for sure. <laughs> keep, me, keep me tame. Keep you in check. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask, and I was kind of briefly talking about it from my perspective. Yeah. What got you into video game music? Donkey like, Kong was, Country 2. Like, <laughs> next question. Yeah. No, like, what was, like, the I'm not pinnacle... joking. That, that, that was, was the point. That was actually the point where music became important for me. Like, just music in general? Video game music? Music in general. Yeah. I wasn't that into music. Like, uh, like sure, I listened to songs, whatever, like anyone would. Hmm. But when I played Donkey Kong Country 2, I was like, this music is amazing. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but, like, I would get a cassette tape recorder and I would record the music in the game hmm. by putting, like, the, the recorder up to the speaker of the TV That's and things so like that. And I, yeah. Wow. And then I found the sound test thing in the game, too. Yes. It's like a cheat, like, hmm. or... And um, that that was the pivotal point for me. From from that point forward, I I loved video game music. But it took me like twenty years to figure out that I really liked video game music. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, when you're growing up, it's like you don't think that someone actually writes it. You know. Yeah, of course. You don't think, oh, there's actually a career in that. Like, it's not something that comes to you to mind. No, of course, because you go through the whole school system and everyone's, you know, talking about, you know, being a fireman or like a, yeah, doctor or, you know, a pilot. No one says, oh, you could be a video game composer. Yeah, it's one of those niche, well, it's not niche anymore, but at the time it seemed like a a little bit, uh, you know, unknown, I suppose. Yeah. A little bit more unknown. A Um, lot of music was written by people who weren't necessarily composers, though. Like, look at Grant Kirkhope. Mm. He was in, like, metal bands and stuff. And then he just, through a connection, managed to get work. And he was really great at it. Well, it was a totally different system back then, too. Like, I guess they were still trying to to work things out as mm. the industry was, you know, exploding. Well, K- Koji Kondo, mm. he was, like, the only one who accepted to work for Nintendo when they asked their kids university. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty crazy. No, everyone was like, who wants to write, like, boops and bips, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, I'll do it. And that's... And World that's, famous. <laughs> that's the sad, th- the sad thing too. And that's what I was kind of mentioning. It's like, I still feel that even though it's a lot more obvious nowadays because we have the internet and social media that there are a lot more fans of video game music mm. than we initially thought. Yeah. Um, but when you talk to like majority of the public... They think video game music is just, oh, it's just beeps and bops and whatever. There's far too many people who do think that. And whenever I do say, like, you know, I write video game music, um, they're like, oh, you know, that, you know, like beeps and bops and stuff. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Video game music is every kind of music. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's what I try to get across when I, when I talk to people about it who don't know. Mm. I try to say that video game music isn't any kind of music. It's, it's not a genre. No. It, it encompasses everything. It's just a, yeah, it's a media like, you know, movie, movie soundtrack. Like it's its Even own... more diverse than that, I would say. Like, yeah. Because yeah, sure. movies are set to a time frame and 
that in that regard, it sets it towards a specific thing. It's also like uh, music in movies is supposed to set the scene, set the emotion. Mm. Video game music doesn't have to do that. Mm. Like they can just do music for the sake of music, yeah. something that you just want to listen to. And so it ends up being like encompassing sort of everything possible from songwriting mm. to emotional music to just something fun to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed with that. But yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. Like, cause a lot of it has to do with nostalgia when I got into to video game music. Yeah. Um, when I started to really get invested in it was when, you know, the internet started to become a lot more accessible. Um, and like people started uploading like MIDI files oh, good times. of um you know the soundtracks and then emulators started to come out so I could listen to those things again. Yep. Then people started putting up MP3s and oh, like the yeah. actual and then I could properly you know put it on my iPod. But I was always like now we got remixes. Now you got remixes. Like it's, it's come around the it's a long way. Mm. Um and uh, I I always used to still remember back then like always being self conscious you know people would ask me like, oh, what are you listening to? Or like, oh, what music are you into? And I just, I, I remember being so self-conscious about it. I'm still that way. Yeah. You have no idea. Like, because I listen to lots of weird stuff because I'm weird. Yeah. And so like, I'll listen to stuff that's like more on the ambient side or it's a little strange, you know, mm. a mix of like dark electronic and like French music, weird stuff like that. I've got a song in mind. That's why it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's like the kind of thing where if someone comes up and goes, oh, what are you listening to? It's like, you don't want to listen to it. Like, I guarantee you'll just be like, that's weird. I guess because you, uh, I don't expect, and you probably feel the same, I don't expect them to feel the same way as I do when I listen to it. No. That, that well, impact most people it don't. has in my soul. And because of that, it's like, well, then it's not going to be anywhere near as effective for them so i feel like oh they're just you know gonna reject it or yeah. whatever well yeah. not to sound pretentious like and i really mean that like i don't want to sound pretentious when i mm. say it but it's most people just don't get it and and they don't and and that's not a good thing or a bad thing yeah. like it's just i'm probably more into music than should be healthy but <laughs> that's just how it is so when, when when people are like oh what are you listening to it's like you, you probably just don't want to listen to it. Like, mm. unless you're as much as a nerd as me or, or just very interested in <laughs> different styles tricky. of music, you probably just don't really want to know. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, interesting side of things. And yeah. like I said, nowadays, it is a lot more accessible. A lot more people are coming forward and being like, I love this music. A lot more, you know, yeah. cover bands, remixes. It's, it's a huge community now. Um, yeah, it's good. It is really good. Um, Bigger in America, I think. I think so, too. I think so. I'm pretty sure there's only like five people in this country that play video games. <laughs> <laughs> we're certainly not two of them. <laughs> I was about to say, we're certainly not one of them. Yeah, I'm pretty casual these days. <laughs> yeah. Me too, man. Me too. But yeah, right. an interesting thing to bring up, I thought. Yeah, that was a nice little topic. Yeah. All, All right. right. Are we? Is it me now? Oh, yeah, it is too. Yeah, get out of it. I don't know why I sounded so disappointed when I said it. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Got yeah. him again. All right. You ready? I am ready. This is another remix. Just giving you the heads what up. The... Oh. This is the last one. Oh. Ready? Yep. I sure am.
Interesting. Um, I'm not sure if I'm meant to be able to pick up what it's from because... Uh, probably should, not. Probably not? Okay. I'm getting the vibe of ice and cavey. Is that on the right line? Probably not. I don't actually remember exactly which track it's remixing. Oh, okay. Uh. But I think that the title of the song suits the mood. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. So it's from uh, a remix album. This was actually done separately from Overclock Remix. Okay. Um, this was like a self-made project or something like that. Yeah. Um, where they collaborated many different remixes mm. uh, called Harmony of a Hunter. Okay. That was the name of the album. It's very cool. Um, very cool, Kanye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and what's it remixing? Now, this, I see it's from Metroid. Uh, okay. Now, just I've got to check that the composer is here. Yep. Oh, they they might have the original composer here. Yeah, they've got the original composers, not the um the remixer. I'll have to find out the remixer's name. I'm sorry. Okay. It's not on here for some reason. Brutal. But um, it's a very cool song. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, did I say the name of the song? No. Yeah, no, you did. It was the Hunter one. No, Harmony of the Hunter is the name of the album. Oh. This is called Solitude. Solitude? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, Cave suggests being alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only connection I can make to what I just yeah. said. To that. <laughs> and not knowing what but it's it, kind of based on. But is especially a... early on in the song, it does sound very, like, empty and yes. you know, self-reflecting, doesn't it? Well, especially that piano bit. Yeah. Like those, like these little spaced out, like piano. Mm. Um, I, I guess that's why I got the cave icy It is very cavey. Because piano in this way, the way it's been done, suggests ice. Yeah. And um, just the whole echoey, like, you know, very spacious, um, endless void kind of feeling yep. suggests caves. Yeah. Um, which suggests, you know, being alone and isolated, so... Makes sense. It's very cool. I quite like it a lot, actually. And so, oh, sorry, you said Metroid, didn't you? For the you game, you got rid of my on... Google tab. You fool. <laughs> you fool. Do it again. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it again. Is that what you just said? No, I said now I have to do it again. Oh no. Oh, the humanity. Oh really? No wonder it's amazing. Zircon. Yeah, Zircon yeah, and CGPO. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no wonder it's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. I love CGP. Um, so just for reference, the one who inspired me to start writing my own music was mm. Zircon. That was actually going to be one of like part two of the the segment I had earlier, like just asking like what kind of inspired you to start writing it. But yeah, Zircon, Zircon was definitely your. When I heard his remixes and then his original music, I was like. I can do this kind yeah. of thing. It inspired me to actually write. Um, so that's really exciting that my favorite song from this album is done by him. That's really I was like, cool. of course. Like, I just gravitate towards it. It's interesting because, like, initially I don't really hear Zircon in this, but, like, I guess because it's the kind of Zircon tracks that I've heard. Because he is... He is... Uh, he is one composer that just pumps out music oh yeah so hard yeah, and like yeah, it's so at, good at least at the time when i was listening to him so fast yep too like just so much music he's slowed down now yeah um because he's working on like sound libraries for impact soundworks and yes. stuff like that yeah but um 
yeah, he's still just as great as ever. Like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And and he's very cool too. Very very modest. I remember watching um, videos of him making music for games mm. and just saying like. I have no idea what I'm doing, by the way. Like, I'm literally just putting stuff into the song and seeing if it works or not. And yeah. That's so... Very I like, cool. I love that troll and everything. I think that's what, like... What, when actually learning how to write music is one of the things I love the most to do was to, like, get a sound and just be like, what can I do to it? Yeah. And I'll just play around and be like, nah, nah. Ooh, what's this? <laughs> and they're like, okay, let's take this. And I'm like, nah. No, Ooh, it's yeah. funny. It, that's the kind of curiosity that I actually lack. It's um that I, whole trial and error. Yeah, that's I'm very good. like um I have a plan and I need to do that plan. And if it's not that, then I'm mad about it. <laughs> like and so like rather than just like going, oh that's a cool sound. Let's see what I can do with that. Yeah. I'm more like I have a goal to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, it's interesting. But um, he is a very good writer. Of he's a great mixer. And I think oh, in the yeah. end with electronic music, that's one of the core fundamentals. Definitely. Just being able to mix all the textures and balance them mm. perfectly. Yeah. Um, is just a, a great skill for sure. Um, yeah, awesome. Very fitting in Metroid too. I should probably mention that as well. Like yeah, the definitely. whole isolation thing makes sense with Metroid and yeah. you know that cavey environments i guess too even though metroid doesn't necessarily suggest caves all the time just sometimes a different planet but either way it sounds quite nice like metroid music is yes absolutely i'll probably put some more metroidy songs in the future you better oh space music will be a good idea space Mm. too bad i can't put star wars in there because that's most of the space games i've played (laughs) oh would you look at that they just take this what about faster than light I've never played that oh, game. Oh, really? No, you, I haven't. You strike me as a person who would play that. No, because I think I got put off by how difficult it sounds. That's right. It's Everyone one of those, sucks at it. It's one of those things of like, you know, you spend so many hours building something and then your ship just dies and you'll never get it back. Um, No, because it's a roguelike. Um, so you, you just go through and you lose and then you try again. Like, it, it's it's not as disappointing as you might think. Like, mm. sometimes you... Like, I don't think I've ever beaten the game. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard, but, like, it's about the journey. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm not usually one to say that. I'm not yeah. usually the one to be that positive. Yeah. But it really felt like with that game, it really was about the journey. Like, I was just going through the the space, and I was just playing. Doing stuff, yeah. Yeah, just seeing what I could do, like. Yeah, interesting. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one, one day. day. All right. Next one. Yep. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is basically the summary of my playlist. Um, You're not going to know this one. Okay. It's going to be great. But you might know what it's from. I hope it's from The Sims. (laughs) Unfortunately not. Okay. Here we go.
look, I can see why you might be disappointed in your own playlist after looking at mine. No, I'm not saying that it is a bad song. Is this a 64 song? <laughs> no. Is but it like, I wish it was in Wave Race. <laughs> what era is it? Well, it's not... Uh, 80s or 90s. What? This is really that old. One of the two. Really? 80s or 90s, what yeah. What console? Arcade. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you're not going to know it. And me being, you know, got to keep the consistency. Got to put an arcade song in there. Because I know you're not going to know it. But you're going to know the game it's from. Yeah. It is called... Oh, no. It is called Sky High and is from, what do you think? Daytona. You... Oh, yeah, it is. Daytona, <laughs> USA. Yeah, it is. There oh, we man. go. The, the most realistic driving simulator game. It's really groovy. Like oh, it's it. so good. I love Daytona's soundtrack. Mm. Too bad you can't hear it all over everything else. This <laughs> <laughs> crazy life. Um, Takanobu Mitsuyoshi and David Leitz. L-E-Y-T-Z-E. -E. If anyone else can pronounce that, let me know. But <laughs> David Leitz. Leitz, yeah. I don't know. Takanobu Mitsuyoshi was the first one. Yeah, Sky High. So it's for the... um. Because there's three tracks in that game. This is for the uh, expert one, yep. the third one. Um, yeah. The second one, it was either between this one or the second one for the advanced track, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of like a just a redoing of like the main theme. Yeah. Like the Daytona. Yeah. That one. Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so um, good. Just, I, I want to mention that this is the kind of weird stuff that I actually enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I put it in. It's weird and it's embarrassing to listen to, but it's like, but you love it. Like, <laughs> it's great. It's, oh. I just think because like, it is... I like the progression of the tracks and maybe I'm just looking at this with uh, um, rose-tinted glasses and also the nostalgia. Maybe. You know? but, I think um, it's a good track though. I love the, the different tracks in terms of like how different they are in the difficulties. So like beginners very like, you know, the track's okay. The advanced one's like a remix of the, the main theme, but yep. it's actually really cool, really good. And this one's like totally different. Like it's actually kind of complicated yeah. in a sense. Um, very jazzy. Yeah. And that, and that's very, uh, a, a good summary of the, uh, how difficult the track is. Cause the track's actually really I'm hard. I'm surprised you didn't put this on yesterday's episode. Not yesterday. Last week's episode. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> the vocal tracks one. Yeah, no, I totally forgot about it. No, oh, well, there you go. I wish I put Daytona in there. Would have been great. Don't worry, I'll try and put it in there at some point again. <laughs> it will happen. Um, yeah, so very much nostalgia trip. Uh, I love, yeah, how different it is to the other ones. It makes it stick out, which is fitting for the fact that it's expert You know what it reminds track. me of? Hmm? It reminds me a little bit of Bayonetta music. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Without playing the game, I can definitely uh, hear that for sure. It's very cool. It is. Very cool, Kanye. <laughs> I, I will end you. <laughs> I recently saw that meme. Do you see what that's from? No, I've heard it before. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Kanye West sent like a, um, like a picture, like a stick figure picture of him, like Donald Trump and Kanye, like holding hands. And he's like, I drew this for you. I don't know. I thought you might like it. And he tweeted it at Donald Trump. And then Donald Trump's response was, Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> Why? I don't 
don't know. Why is it? Was it done in MS Paint? Oh yeah, it's not. It's like oh, terrible it's quality. Sweet. Yeah, it's great. Speaking of which, have you seen um? Have you seen MS Paint art by Ringo Starr? No. Oh, it's Ringo great. Ringo Starr. Well, uh, yeah, you know. Oh, wait, you Ringo might have Star. showed me. Is it amazing? No, <laughs> it's Ringo Starr, <laughs> like the drummer from Beatles. MS Paint. Oh, he's got that that website, Ringo Starr Art. It's beautiful. You saw some examples there. This is actual like MS Paint art from him. Um, photos. Here we go. And he actually sells this stuff. Not not that. That's not. These are just photos of him. Yeah, you gotta go to art. Oh, okay, there we go. I've forgot about that. Here we go. Not not that one. Of oh, like this stuff. That's this, pretty good. This one here. Um, it's actually gotten better. Let's have a look at two thousand six. Yeah, baby, <laughs> I've seen that one. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, that one's called what? <laughs> that's um. That's expensive. That's fourteen hundred dollars. Sold out. Oh, it's sold out. Where? Look, some of them are sold out. Oh, Ringo Rama's sold out. Five thousand dollars. Face and flowers. <laughs> God, the, you can do anything when you're a well-known person. That's great. You can do anything and make money. I mean, like once he voiced Thomas the Tank Engine, you know he made it big. I'd say so. <laughs> when you voice Thomas and the Fat Controller and all that. Anyway, buy some right. Ringo Star art. It's uh, for eighteen hundred dollars now. Yeah, Snail's pretty cheap. Eye. Pretty cheap. I'd say it's a bargain. All right, all right. I don't even remember how we got onto that. Let's. I don't know either. Oh, the the Kanye West stuff. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. All right. So this is um. I love this song. Are you ready? I am ready. Now, am I right in saying this is Twilight Princess? Wrong. No? 
Skyward Sword? Nope. Breath of the Wild? Am I completely off the wrong game? Breath of the Wild. Oh, it was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Because confused because I was like, I swear I remember hearing this at some point, but I'm like, was it in my playthrough or was it Do just in my like background? Breath of the Wild? Yeah. I bought it today. Sweet, you gotta play it. I, I'm gonna play it later on Liter at a later date. <laughs> Once let, I get my Switch honest, set up. Just let it consume you. Like, Actually, I'm part of the Switch club now, boys and girls. Yeah, that's right. How awesome is that? Yeah, at Christmas time too. Smash! <laughs> Christmas! Merry Christmas, me! <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, it's great. So, you obviously recognize the original version of this song, right? Well, I was thinking about that too, because I know it's based on something. You're um, not a big Zelda guy, are you? Well, I no, keep I, forgetting. I don't, yeah, well, it's not that I'm not a big Zelda fan, it's just I haven't really gone and played them much. I believe that's the definition. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me like, are you dumb? <laughs> As I was saying it, I'm like, like getting dumber as I was saying it. It's spending too much time IQ with me. being lost. You're spending too much time with me. You're just getting more retarded. Um, it's no, no. Hang on, I got it. I got this. Wind Waker. Yes. There we go. Uh, Dragon Roost Island. There you go. Yeah, that's it. I haven't played that game, so I know that just from listening. Which is a brilliant song. You should listen to that if you haven't heard it. Yep. I should just get that game. Is that game available on Switch? It, it's only Wii U. No, and I think GameCube, it's Wii U, it? that HD version, yeah. Yeah, I should just get that. That'd be good. It's good. It is good. Um, anyway, this song... Yep. ...is beautiful. It is beautiful. What, what is it called in, in this game? Uh, it's actual... just... I, I don't know the actual title. Mm. It's just called Rito Village, and this is the daytime version. Ah. Interesting. Um, yeah, oh, the composer... Um, man, I wish I could read. I need. I should have got my glasses when I left before. This is why I print them. Can you, can you just like read this for me? Uh, Yasuaki Iwata. Now he sounds very familiar. I feel like he's written some Mario Kart stuff in the past. You know yeah. what? I'm pretty sure if it's not him, then somebody mm -hmm. uh, who did write for the um, Breath of the Wild soundtrack. This will not surprise you. Yeah. Wrote the music for Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, for sure. It's a very... but The thing with Breath of the Wild... Is, is this the first time we're playing Breath of the Wild music? Maybe. I feel like it might be. Um, I feel like it's been in contention for a few, but uh, like Earthbound, it kind of got put to the sideline. Um, it is... I wouldn't say completely different, but it is so different. And, and and that makes sense because the game itself is definitely a different direction to... Or it's like more of an opening to yeah. a completely different world yeah. um, compared to other Zelda games where it was an overhead view or like just like a standard Ocarina of Time style, you know? Yeah. Um, At the very least, the soundtrack suits it perfectly. Yeah, for sure. Did a really good job. It's just like... It's, yeah, so free. I yeah. feel free and relaxed listening to this. Like, I'm a different person in a different world. Yeah. And completely contrary to uh, Skyrim, which I find really hard, honestly, to play. Not that it's a bad game, but I find it really hard to play because I'm not really my... I'm not really a character. I'm just someone I just made. Yeah. Whereas this, I'm like, I'm Link. That's so interesting because... Yeah. 
people would argue the opposite. You know, because uh, it depends on who you talk to. Yeah. But um, there are certain people that love creating their own character because they like to be the character. They, they like to envision themselves as the person going through the world. Yeah. I can't attach myself to that mm. at all. Um, I'd be more likely to attach myself to someone like Link, an actual character, yeah. than someone I created. Because I don't know what I want when I create things. I make the weird stuff because I don't... Yeah. I make someone standard and I'm like, that's boring. I think you and I have the same approach with that. Like, I, th- I think about D&D now and, like, the elements I did enjoy and the elements I didn't enjoy. Yeah. And it's like, the, the character I enjoyed the most was the really silly one with the stupid, like, quirks. Yeah. Um... I think with the character creation, I think I'm the same. Yeah. I'm like, I, I like, I get more attached to the things that are kind of silly, but then with characters like Link, I'm like, cool. It's like, I think it just has more impact because I grew up with like Link and Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And I've seen like to where he's come today. Yeah. In the game like Breath of the Wild, I'm like, oh, it's just cool. Mm. And this just has more impact. Yes. Going off uh, Japanese music, man. Oh, it's beautiful. Like they, they, they know what's up. They know how to make you feel. Yeah, absolutely. But also, like you know, yeah. stuff that's nice to listen to. It's it's the kind of thing that you can listen to, right? Because it's melodic, mm. and I think that that's where a lot of um, film music misses the mark. Yeah, it's not very listenable. No, not that it's it's it fits perfectly. It does its job perfectly, but it's not listenable. Because you got to think, like, unfortunately, it's got a bit of a... Not an Achilles heel, but it's already got a bit of a disadvantage or a... What's it? Handicap. Because mm. um, it's already having to write for something that is strict. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've got to write for that particular action. But then again, look at something like... Look at the most popular songs from film. Pirates of the Caribbean theme. Super yeah. melodic. Super awesome. People like listening to it. Oh, for sure. And, and that changes everything. Like, having a nice melody is is basically the the most important thing, at least for me, uh, in video game music. Star Wars is the same. And you got to yeah. think we're like... That's the most here, memorable stuff. Here's the thing that, like, I know we're tangenting off and this is going to end up being just as long as the other part of the first podcast. Maybe. But I don't care at this point. Because we're just... It's, it's important stuff to kind of talk about. Yeah. Um, I love those films like the music from them and i think the reason why they have become so nostalgic and so powerful is you got to think of the time that they were written and like what they're kind of based off is they're based off like almost like folk tales in a sense like yeah like old stories and well i think about star wars star wars is basically a summary of westerners with sa- uh, samurai films like old classic old time mm-hmm. films. Yeah. And a lot of those were very thematic. You know, you have a theme for a character, you have a theme for an environment, an yeah. overall theme for the movie. They'll keep referencing, like John Williams would keep referencing different songs. So mm-hmm. even though at points, like you'll listen to, say, for example, The Battle of Yavin, yeah. Because um, I know that soundtrack really well. Um, I know all the different, like, little references because they come in at different points. Yeah. Um, same with Pirates of the Caribbean. You've got that main theme there and they'll constantly refer to it and bring it back. Yeah. And it's got that cohesion. It just works. And like Pirates of the Caribbean is basically like saying an old pirate's tale, right? Yeah. It's got the hero, the heroine. It's got the, (laughs) 
<laughs> Sounds so funny. Like the female hero, yeah. male hero, it's got the villains. It's a standard story, And the right? anti-hero. Exactly. Yeah. And then you look at films nowadays which are trying to, and rightfully so, like they're trying to twist things to give it a bit of a, a different unique edge compared to other films, you know. Yeah. Might have a bad ending, might have, you know, everybody's a villain or everybody's a hero for some reason just like different little edges Mm. and music's trying to fit into that and it can't really find like you know i can't really make a theme for the like for this character or you know i can't really make like i don't like a theme for this environment it's really like i'm struggling to find this and so they end up with nowadays the technique of you know i'm gonna write for the atmosphere in that moment you know the whole Hans zimmer kind of approach of you know, writing, I guess. Who's fantastic, by the way. Of course, um, yeah. I, I saw his concert live. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Like, it was honestly amazing. Um, but, that, uh, so here's an interesting thing. Like, um, again, like, I'm all about the melody. Yeah, of course. Uh, personally. And, but I don't think that that's um, unjustified at all. Because if you think about it, a uh, popular movie that made a lot of money, Avatar. Do you remember any music from it? No. <laughs> it's it, exactly my point, right? I remember Titanic. Yeah. Well, that's because it had a song as its main theme, right? Which is interesting because they... Oh, no. You know what? You know what? They do actually use that melody quite a bit in the film. Mm. Now that I think about it. Yeah. They do. Again, so, that cohesion. Yeah. Mm. And I think that that's an important point to make. If you really want something to be memorable, it has to have that music that's memorable yeah. because otherwise like it's it's difficult right yeah it's like if you have like ambient music and you hear it you can still recognize it and it would remind you of the thing but if mm. you've got that melody in your head and someone sings that melody yeah. you're instantly opened up like to this nostalgic world of remembering that entire film or that entire game and mm. it completely changes like how things get remembered oh absolutely Man, I was just thinking John Williams was such a good thematic writer. I know. I was just thinking about Jurassic Park then and just, like, the different moments of, like, when you first see the dinosaurs, like, in there. And then, like, what's his name? Sam Neill's like, they do ride in herds or something like that. Um, John Williams. He's my boy. He is pretty amazing. He's good. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting, that whole, like, thematic, um... How did we even start? Oh, right, the whole... Like You're talking about melody, video right? game music and melodies. Yeah, um, yeah, we've gone off topic, but that's okay. And that's nothing to take away. F- like, sorry, that's not to take away from how awesome film music is because no. I do enjoy film music in its context. But I do agree in the sense that nowadays it is very hard to isolate film music and listen to it and be like, "This is awesome." like on its own mm. without its context yeah um of course there are some examples of video game music you take it out of its context and it's like well you struggle to you know enjoy it if you haven't heard its context yeah and that will be a really interesting experiment for us to try one time yep. to just grab music from especially from like sony like playstation one and genesis stuff yeah and really listen to it and be actually like, do i like it so or? i'm gonna go off on another tangent that's all right so um <laughs> My girlfriend recently got the remastered Spyro collection. Oh, right, that came out recently. And I was listening to... Before (laughs) Christmas. She was playing a little bit of it once I came over, and I overheard some of the music playing, and I was like, this sounds pretty good. 
Why have I never heard of Spyro ever again? Mm. Is the music good or not? I don't even know. Does that make sense? Like, everyone sort of references Castlevania. Everyone references... Like... But you don't hear the music from things like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro. Like, I, and I don't know if it's because the music wasn't as good or mm. if it's because the popularity wasn't as much. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, PlayStation is one of those interesting... PlayStation 1 was so interesting because, like... I mean, I never grew up with PlayStation 1. Um, I knew a few people that had a PlayStation 1, but I would never call them hardcore gamers. Hmm. PlayStation 1 was very much the the console for casual gamers. And then PlayStation 2 was kind of, you know, bringing it a little bit further in. A few more hardcore players were getting into it. Yeah. And then now we've got like a mix everywhere, like, you yeah. know, hardcore gamers everywhere. But I never remember like... Yeah, it's, it's really weird. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's to do with the game itself or the time frame it was done in or... Who knows? Maybe maybe it is popular and it gets referenced all the time, but like, you know, something as simple as looking at Overclocked Remixes, like remix albums. Yeah. I don't think there's anything Spyro there. Like or Crash Bandicoot. Like yeah. maybe there is, but I don't think there is. Like at least I didn't see it. I mean you gotta think again the time frame that it was done in, like at the time as a kid, you know, unless you had rich parents, you would have only ever been given one console. So if like Unless you, like, really wanted a PlayStation, chances are you're probably going to end up gravitating to a Nintendo 64 or a GameCube once yeah. that came out or even a Super Nintendo beforehand. Mm. So, um, you were really exposed to them. Yep. And, like, it was still popular, obviously. You know, PlayStation 1 being pretty popular. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, in terms of music, I that is so interesting. I, yeah, I'm just trying to think it's of like it's why. just... Uh, like a a forgotten era or something like it wasn't even an era a forgotten console <laughs> in terms of music like I guess maybe so. it has maybe it wasn't though like again i'm not stating any facts mm. if you if you think that playstation 1 music was this big thing that everyone still listens to and it's still great tell me about it yeah, i yeah, want to know sure. like, yeah. but i just don't hear it like anymore mm. and i don't know if that's because i just don't seek it out or if because it's just not popular Mm, yeah i don't i mean we got to remember too there were games like metal gear solid on playstation one yes um resident evil has a few of the tracks i know the gamecube one has a few different yeah. ones as well that's um, true that there are a few games on there like gran turismo is another one although i don't really remember one and two that much i remember three and beyond yeah like from there um yeah, Grand Theft Auto would be another one as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just thinking of some of the games from that. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's kind of hard from us because I always thought of, you know, Crash Bandicoot as like poor man's Mario. I don't know why. I just always had that association. It's very like different. That. It is. Like, I just, I, it's bad, I know. But one day I'll get to playing those games and yeah. try and appreciate it. Especially Crash Team Racing. I just, I can't play that game and, <laughs> and enjoy it. I just always think I'm like, I'd rather play Mario Kart. I don't like, it's really hard. Yeah. Sorry, Crash Team Racing fans. I know some of you are kind of hardcore out there with that game and oh, love well. it to bits and yeah. Anyway, let's, let's go back to the music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, what do we got? Is it my turn? It's, yeah, it's your second last Ish. one, I think. Oh, it is too. You'll know this one. 
lay it on me. I'm going to start by saying I absolutely love this music. Mm. This is one of my favorite tracks. I'm surprised I didn't think to put it on my list. But this is a song that I've learned on piano. Yes, me too. And I also... I adore how it has no strict tempo. Yes, absolutely. Like, it's the same thing with Sheik's theme from Mm. Ocarina of Time. It's got that... And it feels so, like... I don't know how to explain it. There's nothing more amazing... Than, than a song sounding like like the person is playing it to you and it's not like they can't remember it and they take longer it's just they're just feeling it yep. it's hard to describe but you know they get to the end of a phrase and they just like slow it down and it's, and it's because they're just experiencing it in the moment mm. you know you know what's hilarious with this game is that like it would, based on what you were just saying that the game is very based on time yeah and this song is very free-flowing yeah. but it's very fitting for the uh, title song of healing Yo, yeah. which kind of suggests that you know you need to heal from the the effects of time and yep. the, the stresses that you've kind of gone through mm. which is interesting because again healing suggests positivity yeah and this song sounds very melancholic <laughs> well it is it's very yeah well you've played the game haven't you uh up to a point right to a point. so you know that you you have to play this song for people who are messed up like yeah yeah, this is this is usually quite a somber piece of music, and it, it fits though because it's a little bit uplifting, you know. It's just, it's like, you know, it might be like this is the end for you, mm. but you can die peacefully, like, and it's and it's okay, everything's fine. It's such a crazy song, this one. This is like one of those ones that are kind of give you chills, and it all starts with that tritone, the devil's yeah. tritone, that. Da, da, da. It's a B and an F. Yeah. That 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 beautiful tritone. Yeah. It's it's. Hmm. I think it's like what is it? Um, it's B A F. I think the if anyone wants to. No, like. Da, da. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nice there. We've got a keyboard in front of us here, <laughs> just for context. Um, yeah, so for those who don't know, it's called Song of Healing. It's from Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask on the Nintendo 64. Love it. Koji Kondo and Toru Minagishi. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, are the ones who did I it. I love this song, dude. I'm so glad you played it. I feel so nice now. Absolutely. I feel so good. Um, it just... That whole... It has the... I think just this song in particular 
like very much compared to Earthbound, it's yep. one of those things you just feel. Like, uh, here, I've got a good example. So if you haven't played the game, like this is sort of an example of when this song is used. Yeah. So um, there's a Zora who is basically he he he's on the verge of death, mm. and um, but he's still got something that he needs to do, and that's yep. he needs to return to his partner who's his uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. and uh, he also needs to finish the, his band's performance which is like a big important event yeah, for yeah. the Zora tribe and so like, but he's dying like and there's nothing you can do about it and so you play this song because he has all these regrets and he's like I, I can't die here but like I can't get up Yeah. and you play him this song and like it plays this scene of him like basically going to the afterlife and, and seeing his girlfriend and then seeing like his whole family and all the Zoras and like them walking off together into the light and it's like that acceptance you know that you know everything's still gonna be okay Mm. like I don't have to do these things like I lived my life to the fullest and oh I'm getting the emotions now I know (laughs) isn't it it so it's so good I can't take it I still haven't played the full game yet oh it's so good to feel (laughs) (laughs) oh man but all this from one small little song one three note melody how powerful I'll just mention too the harmonic movement is basically just chords going down and down the keyboard. Yeah. It's like a what is it? Um F Yeah, F major chord down to E minor and then D minor to C major. It's just constantly going down. It's such an interesting movement and then it kind of changes there. It's just um there's so many different little techniques to this song as a piano player looking at it. It just... Oh, they were so good at writing melodies and yep. harmonic movement in this. Like, it, that's what it comes down to. I think, like, you can take so many elements from this particular song as a basis, as a foundation to create anything that you want. If you... Obviously not this song specifically. I'm just talking about the approach yep. to it. And, like, you write something like this... You can go from this to something completely crazy and intense and epic mm. as an orchestral metal, whatever the, you know, like the first song we heard. Or, yeah. Um, it's just, this is the foundation. This is like where it starts. Yeah. From a pure emotional, yeah. structured... At, dude, oh. it's the story. <laughs> story is everything. Yeah, yeah. This song makes you feel like the yeah. form is good. It doesn't need to be prettied up. It doesn't need more instruments. Yeah. Like this at its core works beautifully. And if you were to make it orchestral, it would still sound beautiful. It doesn't matter. Like Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, let let's before I start crying, let's move on. Uh... <laughs> it's alright, I won't cry. I'm Alright. Um just making sense. last song for me. And then you're outie. Oh, I'm gonna say no, actually you know what song healing? Track yeah. of the week. I don't even care. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the wrong sound. Play the sound here. Yeah. There we go. That's song, the right one. song of healing, track of the week. Da, 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 da. There we go. Nice. And I'm sure you would agree. I agree full heartedly. I mean the next one's pretty good too from me, but yeah, it's not it's, a, it's not the song of healing. That is that is true. Okay, uh last song for me. You ready? I guess so. You know this song. Let's go. I can't wait. It's about time when you one of yours right off the bat. <laughs> yep. Ready? Mm-hmm.
I will say now, if you don't want spoilers, don't listen to the next four or five minutes because we're going to be spoiling maybe some things. Unless you want to try and explain it in a way that's not going to spoil it. It's up to you. <laughs> I know it's very hard because um, it is such a good journey, this game. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what you mean. Um, we'll try our best to not spoil anything in our description of how this impacts sure. like us. We'll, we'll try as... and be as nondescript as possible. <laughs> it's going to be hard, but we're going to try and do it. Do you want to give us the uh, title? And Yep, so this song is called Hopes and Dreams. It's by Toby Fox, and it's from the game Undertale. Oh, it's so good. I was just showing Cam as we were listening to it. I had one of the Undertale songs in my, uh, like, maybe list yep. of... Uh, yeah, because it is such a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you can tell that he was... Uh, he's hes definitely a musician, Toby Fox. Oh, for sure. Like... Absolutely. Oh, it's going off even more. Oh, uh, yes. Get a... So, um... Calm down This song is easily my favourite from the game, uh, personally. And um, yeah. it's it's the climactic point in the, in the game. Like, yes. you think there's so many climax points, and there is. But this is... <laughs> The one. This is like the biggest moment. This is the one you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, th this is easily the biggest moment in the game. Um, and so climactic. Yeah, like and like I was saying, there is a lot of moments in this game that feel quite big. Yeah. Um, but you just don't understand until you get to yeah. this point. Mm -hmm. Um, such a brilliant game made I by think one the, person. The thing that like made it for me with this one is the way it kind of ties in with the actual action of the game oh um yeah like well, what's happening but yeah the main thing too. yeah um but the way it all kind of comes in with that like the strings and stuff and then as soon as that huge moment happens <laughs> everything <laughs> kind of just explodes yeah. in the game and you're like yeah actually oh! in game as well yeah, yeah that's yeah. also cool and i'm just like oh this is <gasps> it <laughs> yeah like my senses are being overloaded <laughs> yeah, much. so many things happening i'm like ah it's just so good it's the perfect like because like that game grew as he made it like and yes. they got like the graphics got better the programming got better like everything got better including the music as he made it and you can just like that's what makes this so powerful it starts off so simple and you go through it go through it go through it and you get to the end you're like this guy is like a whole new person <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, too much <laughs> the art is like everywhere and and the the music is amazing and like it just blows your mind <laughs> can't handle yeah <laughs> mercy <laughs> mercy act <laughs> act <laughs> like so much um it's yeah good. and oh yeah, I know, it's hard. I want to talk about things, but I can't. Yeah, I know. And um, I, I will say that, like, this is just another one of those cases of, like, you really treat the story with, with care and dignity and, like, just then go ham with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that and makes like, Okay, sense. so I'm going to do a little, just a tiny spoil. All right, cool. Yeah, just a tiny one. Tiny. So when you're, like, in this boss battle, there's a point where you basically um, can't lose. Um, yep. And this song makes you feel powerful. I think that's important because when you do, like, if you do die, yeah. your heart, like, breaks. But then it, like, goes back together and says, but it refused. And it's, like, so that's empowering. Right. It's, like, I I'm, I can't be defeated now kind of thing after having such a low point. It's so cool. Yeah, that is really cool, actually. I forgot about that yeah. like, little moment with that. That is cool. Um, 
yeah, just the overall impact. Like, you're building up all the way to, to this moment. Um, and it just, like, has that huge impact. Um, oh, I want to play Goes it to show that, like, any Diana <laughs> Goes to show that, like, with boss battles, you don't have to start off epic right away. Have it, like, transition into something really epic. Excuse me. Like um, boss forms. Diff different stages of the mm, boss fight. And that's yeah. exactly what this has, really. Exactly. Um, oh, it's just really cool writing yeah look um, no here's the thing because i understand how it is like i explained about portal the other day yeah um when you're not a part of this group that seems to like this game it can be alienating and you and you kind of yes. don't really want to play it but just trust me on this one this game is awesome don't worry about the fan base this fan base are insane you will not regret playing this game like it's honestly a journey and really brilliant let, let me let me say it in a way that makes it more accessible and make you want to play it more. The game's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. The, you just you have don't to, feel pressured to play the game. You just now, have to ignore the fan base, really. Like, yeah. because I that's exactly what I did. I was like, man, under people love this Undertale so much, and my my first usual response would have been to ignore it. Yeah. But I I did a one eighty on that and said, you know what, I'm just gonna play it. Yeah. And I was like, and then I went to all my friends. And I was like, you need to play it. <laughs> You don't understand. Oh, the amount of times I've felt that with a video game. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's not much else to say about that one. Yeah. That's All uh, right. Let, let's go to the last track of the day. Oh, I feel like this is a good one to end on. Not if you track didn't play Song of Healing, I was considering saying that that one or the Breath of the Wild track was going to be track of the week. See, that's hard because it would either be between the one you pick, like uh, Song of Healing or Hopes and Dreams. Yeah. Like that. It'll be honestly between one of the two. Um, that can be yours. All right, there you go. That's mine. Du -du -du. Um, <laughs> I'll play a different sound for that. Du -du -du. <laughs> Just repeat the same thing again. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Do it again. Du -du -du. All right, awesome. No, no. <laughs> I'm at my time. All right, cool. There we go. <laughs> Just going to edit it back in. The same me. God, like, that's going to be annoying. Just me doing it. And again. Sweet. All right, there we go. <laughs> Just gonna have like a big you know, like, <laughs> Alright, now stretch it out. Alright, cool, there we go. Um Alright, here we Elastic go. Elastic audio. Man, I haven't done that in a while. Elastic audio. Yep. Here we go. Last one from me. Let's go. Oh, I better turn it up first.
I really don't want to Interesting fade it out choice. There. Yeah, I know, right? I thought you would be surprised by it, so that's why I thought it'd be a good addition. It's an interesting one because it's like such a good song, but also like one of the most, some of the most frustrating levels possible. And that's why I picked it. Because yeah. <laughs> I think it was a big nostalgia trip for me because this song for it's me at that least. Gussie Garden Galaxy song was theme it? as well. Yes, yeah. I prefer this over that. Yeah, weirdly enough this one's quite upbeat and cool I'll give you the title when those drums come in it's sick it's pretty cool Purple Coins is what it's titled or I'd seen some people get like Purple Comet as well I think that's an alternate yeah, title yeah because that's what happens yeah. yeah in the game um, Super Mario Galaxy is the game Mahito Yokota and Koji Kondo yeah I had that there it's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, it was just looking at another one on the side list. We'll bring that up another time though. Yeah. I love that one. Um, yes, purple coins. So for those who haven't played the game, think of it as basically like you're repeating a level that you've done before sometimes. Depends. Yeah. Um, and essentially now in the game, in that level, sorry, there's a hundred purple coins um, that you have to collect and this is the music that's playing yep. in the it's background it's usually pretty intense too it's the purple comet so like you get different comets in the game yeah. like the red one Speed is like run. the the um the uh I think the red one's the heart one or maybe that's the speed one there's a speed one there's a boss battle with one health one yes um there's another kind of one and there's a purple one there's a blue one I think that's yeah. the shadow mario yes yep. that's it um yeah, so uh, with um, this one, yeah, you have to collect 100 coins. Now, there's a very notorious level that I remember personally that's like a retro uh, Mario-looking... Yeah, uh, Like the platforms that disappear. Oh. Initially in the level, like the original level, you're just collecting five stars, yeah. and it's Mario. When you come back in the purple coin form, it's Luigi, yeah. and you have to collect 100 purple coins. Yeah, and which doing is... that with Luigi is even more annoying. Oh, I'd because imagine. Because he's slidey. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I can't believe I did that. What's wrong with me? It's got to... <laughs> you didn't get anything out of it, did you? I, got, I think I got a picture. Like an in-screen picture. That deserves like a... <laughs> well, I don't, that, picked up, I don't but... know if that'll pick up. <laughs> no, that's good. But, a um, very light clap. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to just do anything. Like, How did I get 100... And, what is it? 120? 120 More. stars. Or is it 150? It, I think it ended up being 120 okay well either okay all the, i got all the shines or stars or whatever the hell they are that was stars in um as luigi which means i already had to do that once yeah as mario and then i got a picture and i was like cool <laughs> i Man, guess that it's picture better things. be worth it well i mean it's about the journey right like <laughs> it's all about the picture yeah <laughs> the journey to that picture yeah you need that picture oh but yeah there's something about the nostalgia with this one it to me, it's like the summary of accomplishment. Yeah. Or trying to accomplish something. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, you've, you've, at this point, you've come pretty far in the game to hit the purple comets, especially at this yeah. level that I'm remembering at most that. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're getting like really close to like getting the, the end of those purple coins, it can, especially that end bit with like the wind, the gusty yep. uh, galaxy tune, yep. it starts to really build up and get intense. It's yeah, really it's, cool. It is really cool. I like it. Um, One in particular that I remember was like, you're on a platform that's moving and it, you can go under or over it. And um, 
it's moving like across and there's like lasers and stuff and it's like the and then there's also like bullet bills being shot at you from the background uh. and it's like hella annoying <laughs> it scarred me for life <laughs> yeah it's not used in the in the most uh easy uh no. circumstances but i guess that's not the point of it um but uh what yeah about, what about that stupid like ball rolling levels um yeah no it's a really nice tune i i think it's one of the underdogs of the super mario galaxy i'd agree i didn't think about it at all it's one of those ones i heard back and i was like this is really awesome yeah don't know why i didn't think highly of it earlier on because i had a few super mario galaxy ones i could have added yep um like hell's prominence well i already did that one yeah that's what i mean yeah that's <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah yeah exactly yeah the one i already yeah and that was on your favorites list eh? that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no that's what i mean oh uh, <laughs> uh, but it, yeah there you go all right nice there one you to go. end on another episode done and dusted oh man glad that's over <laughs> i know they're gonna find out they're actually have crippling depression well i mean what <laughs> why would you say that jamie i have crippling depression <laughs> i love that look up that vine just look up crippling depression vine and it's uh it's quite funny it's all right we're joking it's fine just look up the the guy falling off the wheelchair it's, we, it's we love talking about video game music here i have crippling depression <laughs> jamie is apparently still crippling <laughs> depression <laughs> Oh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be, um, when this is going to be released. Um, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christmas Day. Oh, can't wait for those one viewers we're going to get. If, if, if I get on top of editing, it's going to come out before then. But it's it's nice to keep the joke rolling. Absolutely. Oh, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been great. Um, I like to think of this as like the uh, summary of uh, the 10 episodes, because... I know there's an option on Anchor. You can actually set the season. Oh, Do you yeah. want to call this the end of season one? Sure. The favorite. <laughs> I know I just sprung that on you then. Yeah, why not? It's the end of the year too, so you might as well have a... <laughs> what? Christmas time. <laughs> like, we're not even like halfway through November. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them it's a secret it's a secret what is the day it's november 13th or something yeah something yeah, like so that. this will come out december like 27th or something 20, 2019 there you go 2019 there you go. yeah but yeah no it's been a very enjoyable um very enjoyable season this yeah. one we're gonna keep going i hope so i'm not burnt out yet nah dude i'm not either this is one of the only things that keeps, keeps you going crippling depression <laughs> I, don't know I was gonna say that it just keeps me going everyone's like oh that took a dark turn it's like what, <laughs> what no but it, it's something that we both look forward to oh for sure absolutely and like um, and hopefully our viewers too hopefully <laughs> that, i hope so man and i'm hoping too that like can't wait for cam and jamie to act like morons again so i can hear it oh that's great that's great um and then uh what 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 <laughs> Sorry, I distracted you. Yeah, I was like, and then, uh, <laughs> like, and then, oh, I am a moron. Mine stopped working. Man, this episode went by real, like, long. Yeah, went by real quick for me. But actually, yeah, we need to cut. Uh, too many, too many hours. Let's go. Too many hours. All right, thanks for joining us, guys. Oh, but that's, that's, that, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Hopefully, season two is. <laughs> 
work because season one wasn't perfect. Come I'll, on. I'd like to thank everyone that listened. You guys have been awesome. Hopefully, I get a bit more um, interaction with you guys. I'll be posting a bit better. Hopefully, I've been posting better later on. I know you're hovering over that stop button. We're getting there. I guess the bartender's been waiting for us to leave as well. Yeah, I yeah. know. He's getting sick and tired of our shenanigans. Maybe we shouldn't, like, start these as late so then, you know, <laughs> the bar will stay open a bit longer. So we can have a, you know, like a nice casual drink after it. Yep. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Alright. Well, I guess, uh... Oh, he's getting a he's getting his sword out ready. Alright, let me better go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alright, see you guys. See you guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs>